हेलो एंड वेलकम टू अनादर एपिसोड ऑफ स्मॉल टाउन बिगर ड्रीम्स टुडे एपिसोड इज स्पेशल बिकॉज वी हैव गॉट अ गेस्ट हु हैज गॉट ओवर 16 इयर्स एक्सपीरियंस with tcs on multiple roles including development technical and project management who's part of the co innovation group in tcs a person who has interacted and have a good relationship with 120 plus academic institutions in engineering management and design areas a person with the passion to mentor and coach young student and professional and very unique a person with 18000 plus linkedin connection and million plus views on his post on linkedin an achiever who hails from a small town of kanpur in india mr gaurav gandhi i'm sure you're going to enjoy this talk uh, where he talks about his journey his failures his tips uh, for growing on linkedin and also some career advices so on to the episode small town bigger dreams do you belong to a small town are you struggling to make it big in a big city do you want to learn principles to get to the next level well you are at the right place welcome to the podcast small town bigger dreams where i help you with some principles guest interviews and stories to help you make it big Good morning afternoon evening people watching this interview I am so excited and thrilled to have my next interviewee uh, he's someone with if i may say 16 to 18000 connections on linkedin he's someone who's got like million views on his post uh, he's been a tcs employee for close to i think above 15 years played multiple roles and i think before i take lot of time of you let me introduce my next guest gaurav gandhi gaurav welcome to the show awesome haritosh great to be here uh, i've been following you on linkedin great to see your commitment towards reading your youtube channel uh, through which you help lot of youngsters gain a new perspective through these interviews i'm very excited to be here thank you thank you same here uh, so let me ask you by Uh, let me start by asking you about your journey i know you have a very varied journey and lot of interesting things that you have done so would you like to give a short summary about that sure aritosh uh, and uh, my journey started in a small town from uttar pradesh uh, i was born in a small town near kanpur which is called kalpi it's a historical place uh, you know and some of my fond memories from there is uh, we didn't had any english medium school in the town and my parents my grandfather was very focused on education so i used to travel when i was 8 years old to 32 kilometers every day to the next town to attend a school 
and this i used to go by state transport bus along with some of my friends who were also going to study so that's where my journey started uh, in a small town uh, educated got into a boarding school at standard 6 uh, to 12th i was there for 7 years in jhansi uh, enjoyed the stint learned lot of new things both academic and extracurriculars including lot of sports like cricket volleyball football hockey and so on uh, which shaped my journey and then i did my engineering uh, uh, in 2000 uh, to 2000 to 2004 in computer science from a institute in indore which is now a university and then i got placed in tcs uh, in campus and it has been now 16 years in tcs a pretty exciting journey with multiple roles multiple countries that's in summary you know where my journey has been thank you so much that's really really uh, exciting journey and yeah 30 32 kilometers that's a commitment so but i'm glad that you took this commitment because that i think made you what you are now so let's uh, talk a little bit about your academic interface so in your profile i was looking into and you say that you are one of the faces that uh, is the channel between industry and the institution so you want to talk uh, a bit about that yes uh, so before that i want to just put the context uh, of my journey in tcs so that it can help uh, sure. us connect the dots Mm-hmm. so when i got into uh, tcs uh, the first 10 years i was working in a large account uh, i did multiple roles starting as a mainframe programmer to becoming a business analyst uh, i got exposure to visit germany and canada for a couple of years i had mm-hmm. a large teams of around 30 35 people yeah. you know uh, did all kinds of roles and then at this juncture of having spent 10 years in multiple roles i realized that Uh, after doing uh, you know some self introspection that i i'm good at some place where education is closer to my heart i wanted to have an impact in education especially higher education the company which i work in is one of the biggest private employers in india uh, and also because i like coaching mentoring and dealing with uh, young people um, so I was finishing my executive program in management in parallel with my job from IIT Bombay with specialization in HR marketing. And during one of the campus trips, I went to a couple of institutes in Central India, MP. I did pre-placement talks, and I realized that these are kids which are our future, which is future of mm-hmm. IT industry, future of our organization, future of our country. But they are lacking the guidance, especially in tier two, tier three cities. and if i could get into a role where i could use my experience and make a difference in their lives that would be great both from a professional perspective also as a personal achievement and hence i got into a role of academic interface program at for india west uh, at tcs <clears throat> and in the stint of 4 years which i was there i conducted close to 100 plus workshops facilitated uh, more than 500 sessions from students maybe would have covered more than 50000 engineering students mm-hmm. across 100 plus institutes and this was basically towards how do you bridge the gap between industry and academia mm-hmm. what does industry need and how can students 
which are basically input to the industry, understand that requirement, fulfill the gap, you know, uh, you know, basically upgrade their skills so that they are relevant and they are industry ready. That's mm. what I was doing from a student perspective. And similar kind of work I was doing for faculties through faculty development programs, interfaces. And the third phase, which was institute, I was contributing in form of board of studies, helping institute upgrade their curriculum as per industry. Wow, that's, that's really making a difference to all the youngsters. And uh, I think yeah, this is very important that we give back to the community, give back to the society, give back to the institution that we belonged once and you know, probably take it as a whole nation. So I'm really, really glad that you're doing such a great job of helping the next generation uh, because that is the future. Uh, so let me uh, ask you, uh, and I truly believe that behind success, we have a lot of failures, we have a lot of learnings. And in my interview, I make sure that I ask my guest about their one to two failures and what were their learnings out of those failures. So would you mind telling that? Thank you, absolutely. And it's a great question, Aritosh. Uh, in current world, a lot of us focus only on success. But as they say, our life is not a constant line. There are always ups and downs. Yep. And failures and also add setbacks are the stepping stones, or mm. I will call the raw material of success. Right. Uh, I've had multiple of them in my career journey. Uh, starting from when I was in 12th, I was preparing after a year, I was preparing for IIT, uh, which is one of the top entrance exam in India. Most of the students who take science prepare for IIT. I cleared the uh, the the first leg, you know, uh, of right. the uh, of the process, but I couldn't clear the mains, and hence I couldn't get into IIT. That was the first failure I would say from a career perspective. Second one was when I was also trying to get into uh, a good management institute, say NIM, while uh, you know doing my job. I was close, I got a couple of calls, but I couldn't convert. Mm -hmm. These were two major uh, failures. But now I realized that uh, I was doing probably these because everyone else was. Mm. And when I did that self-reflection and said uh, myself reflecting, was it the right thing to do? Or was it I was just following the herd? And mm -hmm. I realized that that was not the case. I wanted to get into that because I wanted to get exposure to academic world, some mm -hmm. great institutions, also great career journey, which I realized I had where I was and I don't need to get into these institutes. This is yeah. only one of the ways to you know, get right. success probably in life and not the only way. So uh, that was uh, you know my personal learning. I have few setbacks also. Uh, mm -hmm. If, if uh, you're okay, I can share it here. Sure, also. sure. Go ahead. Yeah. And uh, two setbacks which I had, and which is kind of life turning for me. Uh, in 2009, uh, when I was probably 28 years of age, I uh, was diagnosed uh, with uh, uh, with a rare kind of uh, you know uh, infectious disease. That was the lowest point in my life. Oh. I was in coma for a month. And Ooh. I had more than 15 surgeries on me. Wow. Uh, this included loss of vital function, like speaking and walking. And wow. 
doctors said it was a miracle i survived mm. i was out of the entire professional life for more than 6 months but with support of my organization family relatives and well wishers i could overcome this challenge and that is where uh, i also started reflecting what is important in life mm-hmm. right uh, whether what we are seeking is it important in the larger context so this was one setback another one which happened few years back in 2016 my mother was diagnosed with an advanced stage of cancer and oh. uh, this was again one of the lowest phases of my life i i feel at least uh, contemplated that i could spend you know uh, last probably uh, several months with her uh, in a peaceful way mm-hmm. but these were two setbacks uh, which i had mhm thank you so much for sharing uh, such uh, private details i think these are i believe that uh, we all see success as the tip of the iceberg but there is lot which is beside no beside the tip which is inside the sea and we do not see we do not see our failures we not do not see our setbacks and thank you so much for sharing that my next question to you is uh, more about because you have been so closely uh, related with academia as well as with the tcs uh, what do you think is the expectation uh, from i i wouldn't only say tcs but from industry perspective that anyone who's graduating or no who's planning to join these multinational companies what is the basic three or four expectation from the freshers or from the people who are joining the those uh, companies uh that's a wonderful question aritosh and that's very very close to my heart the reason being beside uh, being closely associated with academia i was also part of the interview panel uh, from my organization side for several years mm-hmm. probably in those 6 years i would have interviewed i would say more than you know 500 you know students from across uh, streams across universities across colleges and i would share some of my uh, you know uh, experiences and some of the tips for the youngsters one uh, of the tips is becoming more self aware okay mm. uh, many of them wants to get into it because their colleagues are getting into it or any other organization where they want to uh, because they want a job okay mm-hmm. uh, but organization uh, more and more are looking for people who are more passionate towards what they want in life so becoming more self aware is first thing i would say uh, second is their ability to understand which organization they are sitting for uh, is very low even though the information is very very easily available so if a person is coming from an it organization the organization expect the person to know what does this organization do can the person explain in 30 second what is this company does right mm-hmm. for earning its revenue what are some of the key projects this company would have done in last one year what are some of the key clients of this company right what kind of roles are available and mm-hmm. this information is easily available on the company site but yeah. people expect you know uh, and they they still miss going through that and and i've seen several uh, you know intelligent young people getting rejected because of their lack of awareness about the organization they were sitting for Mm-hmm. that's the second one 
third one is uh, young professionals should look beyond their curriculum. Uh, the reason is simple: technology, especially technology jobs, or in fact any other job, because technology is the backbone now, is changing very very fast. So what we study in college in four years, three years, becomes irrelevant when they sit for an interview. True. So, in terms of that, what is going on in the industry? What are the latest technologies? And nobody is stopping people uh, to do a course through a Coursera or edX or a Udacity, mm-hmm. you know, or a Khan Academy, which proves that you are moving beyond your curriculum to learn new things. Because learnability is one of the key skills which every organization is looking for in young professionals, right? Because you may today hire them for you know .NET or a Java or a React JS, but these technologies may not even exist in next two three years, right? Or they mm-hmm. may not they be very less demand. So if the youngster is not coming with a skill of constant being a constant learner and learnability, then it would be very difficult for organization to uh, for him. In organization to grow, right? So that is the the third thing I would say, uh, and fourth is of course uh, you know the basic hygiene stuff, which is updating your CV, mm-hmm. you know having your communications uh, skills in the sense of how do you introduce yourself, how do you come across, how do you put your achievements, both technical, professional, social, extracurricular, to the interview. These plays a key role. In determining their selection. Thank you so much. That's uh, amazing. So I just noted down a few points like awareness about the self, uh, the company that you might be visiting for interview, and the industry in general. Learnability and having that basic hygiene of uh, understanding what's going on and what is the communication style that I must be adopting to. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. I think yeah. Apart from I think. we as an engineer and i think we all have been guilty at point that we get very nitty gritty in terms of the technical skills which are important but there are so many other skills if we'll be little bit more careful we can be ahead of our peer group so thank you so much for that uh, my next question is uh, i see you ha- you have a impressive impressive linkedin profile uh, you've invested i believe a lot of time a lot of effort in that you're getting close to 18000 uh, connections and having million plus views so what do you think is the importance of linkedin in this particular point of time and how can someone build their linkedin profile in a better way aritosh uh, uh, for me it's a million dollar question because i have been a kind of evangelist for linkedin for several years now mm-hmm. and more so in last few years even when i was doing a role of academic interface program head five years back i used to go to every institute and even talk to youngsters that why they need to have a profile on linkedin mm-hmm. and not wait till they get a job and i'll tell you few tips on this one linkedin has today 700 million plus members right. in 200 plus countries across the globe even if you pick india we have close to 69 million plus professionals on linkedin which is 7 crore close to 7 crore mm-hmm. you can't ignore to not be on linkedin and not be active yep. right because today and i'll give you certain examples from real world i am working with startups in academia right i had a meeting with one of the startups uh, last week 
the time i fix up the meeting 5 minutes later i had an invite from the senior executive from the startup on my linkedin the mm-hmm. first thing people check is what is your professional journey right mm. they may not check you on insta or etsy or twitter but they will definitely check you who are you on linkedin what have you done what is your background what value you add right what are skills you have so right. this is basically your professional persona so one need to be on linkedin that's one thing second in last few years i have got several opportunities for speaking judging mentoring on linkedin mm-hmm. uh, firstly i believe i am in a big believer of positive positive psychology or talking about things which are positive in nature which can take people forward youngsters forward in a positive way right. and sharing from my own experiences not from a book uh, <laughs> that has been my philosophy on linkedin so i've been creating content constantly i've had 40 plus posts last uh, year this year i plan to do 100 plus mm-hmm. almost twice a week uh, i also motivated my group of fellow coaches to have 100000 connects in 3 mm-hmm. months so they reached 1 lakh connects and oh. they all moved from 500 connects to 10000 connects in few months 5 nice. months impressive and 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 they realized that this is a platform with where if you are genuine if you have something valuable to offer people people will connect to you people will relate to you and you will get opportunities but mm-hmm. it's more about giving back rather than expecting if i posted someone should like comment or <laughs> give me something yeah thank you so much i think yeah this is very important for any professional to say yeah, yeah. facebook instagram have their own place and nobody is yeah. denying that but yeah linkedin has become a professional network which you have to be if you are a professional there's no and uh, yeah for people's kind attention yeah i connected with gorav through linkedin even though i could connect with tcs uh, nothing like that but yeah i thought it is more convenient for me to reach out to gorav uh, for this interview so great great uh, I also noticed in your profile that you've been an active volunteer for a lot of volunteering activities. Uh, so, what do you think is the importance of volunteering for a professional or as a person? And what is the kind of benefit that you get out of it? Uh, this is something volunteering is something which is also very close to my personal values, and I will relate it, uh, Aritosh, to the point which I was trying to make. so becoming self aware is key because that help you define what are the core values in your life mm-hmm. for any youngster there are two or three key decisions they would take right first where would they do a job so i have been a career tcsr been in the organization for 16 years whereas the trend today has been to hop on jobs every few years right and uh, i would i'm not saying that is right or wrong what i'm saying is i'm here because of the value system which i can mm. relate to in the organization which provides both personal and professional growth for me and volunteering is one of the key you know uh, tenants of the uh, tcs as well as the tata group as a whole uh, right so now coming back i've been a volunteer uh, at uh, tata pro engage program for a couple mm-hmm. of years i i mentored a lot of underprivileged youth again uh, to increase their skill uh, this was through an ngo called antarang in mumbai so that they can become you know employable they can join the industry and i really find it very very fulfilling one it it 
it it develops a skill in us which is i think one of the key skills in 21st century which is empathy mm. right when you have empathy and compassion towards people who are lesser privileged and you know and if you can give back to some uh, something to them which can help them grow uh, it gives you immense satisfaction that's one thing i have also been you know volunteering for you know other tcs initiatives within the organization you know for different kind of drives and so on in fact uh, just to share uh, my eldest son part who's 13 he just completed a drive yesterday yeah. and he, and he raised uh, close to 73000 for underprivileged kids and i'm very happy that if such a young age he can do it he will really be able to develop this kind of key skill mm-hmm. of empathy towards a larger social good in future amazing amazing uh, i'll say that no i uh, totally relate to your empathy point i i've been in my journey i've been part of multiple uh, such uh, volunteering uh, activities uh, whether it's going to underprivileged areas uh, teaching kids a few life skills or you no know, telling them the basic stem skills as they say or being helping them with a few things i think there is there's so much of value and there's so much of learning that we get even when we are going to deliver something we receive more than what we deliver and in terms of leadership i think that adds a lot to our eq which is the term in the 21st century if you're trying to be a servant leader you need to have that emotional quotient i think that really helps us uh, increase that by multifold so uh, and i i'm really uh, impressed with the value that you're providing to sun because i think it's very important that we take care of the next generation and provide the right value so uh, kudos to you on that my probably the last question for this interview uh, because i don't want it to go on and on uh, for long uh, we have talked about so many things in last 15 20 minutes and you are on linkedin you are doing a full time tcs job you are academic you are helping people you are doing volunteering how do you manage your time i mean how are you so productive and how are you able to manage so many things at one point of time yes uh, that's a good question i i think uh, i personally believe all of us have many lives uh, within us it's not only a single you know kind of life and i'll share a few tips uh, you know uh, from mm-hmm. my journey and one i start my day uh, with a meditation mm-hmm. so i've been using a waking up app especially mindfulness meditation i devote at least 20 minutes every day uh, which cause because it helps clear the mental clutter or right. uh, you know uh, on my, our mind to help more focus and clarity and then i i go into something which i call journaling so i i journal for at least uh, 10 minutes a day uh, mm-hmm. again this helps me generate new ideas uh, focus on reprioritize my goals where i want to spend my energy where i want to spend my time so these are two things i also spend a lot of time doing household work okay and you know household chores as well as taking a walk in the evening with my mm-hmm. spouse so at least mm-hmm. for 45 minutes because we then bounce off ideas with each other are we heading in the right direction are we doing the right things so this is a third thing and fourth thing which i really uh, you know uh, which i really uh, advise youngsters and all to do is reading mm-hmm. and uh, this is one of my most uh, valuable position this is a book by professor clayton christensen father mm-hmm. of disruptive innovation who passed away last year 
he was on board of tcs one of the very well known person in silicon valley and i met him in harvard university in 2018 and he signed this book for me wow uh, i wow. still have a photograph with him and this is one of my most prized possessions uh, uh, i similarly met uh, uh, mr n chandra our tata chairman he signed a book for me in tata literature live mm-hmm. uh, and this is also uh, you know one of the most prized possession i really cherish this because books open your horizon it True. gives you a different perspective of the world there are always things tips and tricks which people have used to become more productive in life and we can use them directly we don't have to reinvent the wheel and avoid mm. the mistakes right which may we may do because of uh, you know external influences so these are my couple of uh, you know tips awesome i mean i i have one keynote that i give where i talk about how can you uh, pursue your passion and i was just going through your list and i think out of the four things uh, i am doing the three things and four thing because my spouse is not with me currently so i'm not having a walk with her but yeah i'm doing meditation 15 minutes 10 to 15 minutes i'm doing journaling so my journaling book is here uh, i've i've been journaling for last one year and it's tremendous helpful and in that i've got my bike book list i've got like you can see i've already these two book i and i think this is your recommendation i oh. i got got it next <laughs> week so uh, i've got like no i'm not reading one book i'm keeping a pipeline that no that the the continuity should not break so I, as soon as i finish a book i have another one or two books ready to go and that was the reason i was able to finish 15 books so i greatly uh, i love your response and of course uh, one of the things that i truly believe is there is nothing called time management it's more of a priority yeah. and attention management yeah. if you're able to manage your priorities and your attention i think you can do great so thank you so much god of this was such an amazing interview i really learned a lot uh, from your journey uh, from your experiences and the nuggets of wisdom you had i'm i'm so happy that we did it and i hopefully we'll do more uh, such collaboration in future so thank you so much for joining us Sure, Aritosh. It was extremely, uh, you know, nice it, uh, for you to invite me. A wonderful experience. We share a lot of common, you know, habits and I'll say, <laughs> you know, hobbies. It's great connecting with you. I hope I, you know, some of my tidbits from my life would help to some of the, you know, viewers yes. or listeners from your channel. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gaurav. So that was Gaurav Gandhi giving us. his life journey his experiences and his vision for the next generation so in the same way we will have more guests coming soon so until next time as i say every time keep learning keep growing and keep going out of your comfort zone this is aritosh and i'll be back with another episode of inspirational interviews thank you so much <laughs>